T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jason Lloyd, 92 through the fan and on The Athletic, joins us now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Weak sauce, Jason. I agree with you, buddy. I, that was like spur of the moment, and I didn't really think it out and didn't really have anything to say and was already into it before I realized that, and it was not my best effort. So, Well, at least you acknowledge it. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Jason, uh, a scale of 1 to 10. I almost sounded like you I was going to say something yeah, else. Yeah, you were saying something uh, else. No, it's just a slur. Just, just can't speak. Uh, scale of 1 to 10. How surprised are you about the Kyrie Irving trade request? Negative four and a quarter. All right, that sounds about right. You know what you're signing up for when you get him. He's got a wife of a couple of years, and that seems to be dwindling like every new stop. So, not at all surprised. Says that Lakers are bust. Uh, yeah. You know, I was talking to somebody early in the year and said, like, do you have any trade value at all? And this was during the whole movie, the Amazon thing, and I said, I don't think he's got any trade value at all. And the Lakers were the one team that came up with like, you know, he kind of fits there, but it's, it's going to be a depressed market for him. Like you're not going to get a ton of value for him because he didn't have a lot left on his contract. And everybody knows that he's a malcontent. So I'll be curious to see what the price is. If I'm Brooklyn, I tell him no. Like if, if you're not going to get anything of great value, like, you know, Kevin and Kyrie are psychopaths, but you know, if they're <laughs> healthy and motivated in the postseason, you can make a run at this. Like, so, why does he, well, Jason? Why does he want out? I mean, like it, the Nets are all of a sudden playing good basketball, and Kevin's coming back. Like they've got a chance to win the East. This is they won a championship in Cleveland. He's playing with the greatest player in the world, and he wanted out of Cleveland. Like this yeah. is who he is. He's never happy. He's always has to be the agitation, and he's the he's the agitation drum in the washing machine. He can never just be happy, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of feel bad for him in a way. And listen, I haven't talked to the guy in years. Like, you know, I don't mean to be on here and slamming him. I don't know his side. I literally have not had a conversation with him since probably 2018. Uh, but I just, I, I know who he was. And, like, this is who he is. He's just, I, I don't know what he's looking for. I hope someday he finds it. But he's never happy. And he's an unbelievable talent. This is what you get. Jason, looking to the Cavs, last night there was the Donovan Mitchell, Dylan Brooks, Donnie Brook. I, I got to ask you, uh, is there how much of a chance is there that Donovan Mitchell gets suspended for his role in the melee? I would be really surprised if he's suspended. He should not be suspended. Brooks should get a couple of games. Uh, I don't think he's. I saw some stuff on Twitter last night about suspend him for ten games. Well, that's not going to happen. But I mean, he should get two. He definitely has to sit one, if not two or three. But I don't think it's going to be anything more than that. Donovan should not be suspended at all. Um, 
you know, I, you get punched in the in the crush and you're fighting a groin injury, and everybody knows he's fighting a groin injury. Frankly, I don't know why he's playing. Like, I'd sit him. Like, this, he's clearly not right. And he tweaked it again last night. You saw him grab at it again last night. And then Brooks punches him. Like, yeah, of course you're going to be mad and throw a ball at him and go after the guy. I would, too. So I had no problem with Donovan's reaction to that. It was a cheap shot punk move. And I actually liked Dylan Brooks. Like, I, he's just he's, – he's a nasty player in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, just tenacious and a good defender. And he was a big reason why Memphis won that game at Memphis a few weeks back because of his defensive effort. So the good part of him is, is good. But the bad part – like, that last night was just totally over the line. You know, we were talking, Jason, about the, the Cavaliers and if they're too nice. Um, are they too nice? Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, Mitchell brought the fire last night. He did, but, but I mean, outside of him, I mean, Allen and, and Mobley wouldn't hurt a fly. Well, and and it's a it's a really young team, right? Like, I mean, that was a big thing. I mean, go back to the the first LeBron run when Rasheed Wallace like punked and like busted his head open, and no one really retaliated or went after him. And and that's just like. The Cavs have always sort of been I think back in the '80s for sure with Larry, with Price and Nance and Doherty. I think that was really the, the the knock on them or the the feeling on them is that they didn't have that really tough, grizzled. And there's not a ton of them left, right? Like let's be honest, there's just not. But this is a young, a really young team. So, I mean, Draymond when he was young, still sort of that guy. But I think it's just something you develop as you get in the league and get some stature. Uh, but yeah, I mean, sure, they could use somebody with a little bit more nasty. I just don't think that there's very many guys left around the league. Jason Lloyd of the Athletic on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, Jason, looking at the trade deadline here, um, how much, how much would a move at the NBA trade deadline impact the Cavs' ability to lock up or try and uh, maybe lock up a six seed or ensure their floor is somewhere in the top six? I don't think there's I I don't think they're going to do anything. I think this is the team that they're going to have. Um, I've been meaning for days to write something on this, and I haven't written about it. So I guess we'll just talk about it here. Uh, I don't I don't think they're going to make a move. I know there is some rumors out there and stuff, but uh, I think Levert stays here through the deadline. Uh, I think that there is um, some interest on the Cavs side to try and extend him beyond this year. I know everyone keeps saying you know move him expiring contract which is true but i think that they would like him to be here for a couple more years beyond this i don't think it'll be anything long term a one or two deal if he's open to that you know he's got to agree to it too but i think there's interest on the cap side to keep him and get something done i just think that you know bogdanovich the price tag on bogdanovich is is still exorbitant there's nothing that's a great fit there's no move out there they can make that's really going to move the needle and you're going to slam the table and say that's a that's a championship move. Now they're the best team in the East. Like that that move just isn't out there. And we talked about it uh, before. I don't know if it was this show or which show, but they're Ouch. two and a half million or so below the tax line. That's a really big deal. Like they are not going to enter the tax this year. So I mean, Karis is is making a good chunk of money if they move, but they are not going to become a tax paying team this year and get the clock on repeat offender. The the whole all of the Cavs, the whole view of the Cavs is Mobley Garland. Jared Allen and of course Donovan and, and like that's and, and keeping this that core intact together as long as they can and putting off starting the clock on the tax paying teams is how you do that so that's not going to happen this year so I, I don't think you're going to do anything 
Jason, you you're going to have. Jason, how valuable is Kevin Love's expiring contract? It's not. Because, I mean, it's a massive number, obviously. I think it's like $28 million, $30 million. But you're you, you going to go get Kyrie? You're going to bring Kyrie back? Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know what you do with that because there's no player that's making that amount of money that you're going to slot in here that's really going to make that big. You know what I mean? Like, those guys aren't available. And you're not trying to take on bad money. You know, you're not trying to clear cap space for another team with that. Now, I think that they are open to taking on a little bit of money, again, over the next couple of years before some of these big contracts kick in on the guys that they have. Um, but I just I, – I don't think – I think Kevin – you know, I, I know he's really struggling now. He's out of rotation. I talked to him early in the year. He would love to try and work something out to finish his career here. He would obviously have to take a massive, massive pay cut in the way he's playing now. You know, I don't know how much of it is the thumb and how much of it is um, just father time. You know, I do think the thumb has affected him quite a bit. I know he felt like he turned the corner a few weeks ago. thought it was going to get better, and it, it obviously just didn't. So we'll see. I would like to see Kevin stay here and finish his career here. Um, I know it's been up and down for him, certainly under this new contract since signed since LeBron left, but I don't think there's anything of great value out there for him. I, I think both he and Karras are here through the deadline. Jason, um, does J.B. Bickerstaff deserve the blame he's getting? Some of it, yeah. Some of it falls on the coach, sure. And, you know, I mean, there have been times where, you know, it's close and late, and some of the plays that they drop, I go, I don't know. And then there's others that I think are pretty good. So, like, the thing I keep saying is he's a young coach, too, and he's going through this for the first time just like they are. And that's why last year was such a missed opportunity in not making the playoffs because he needs that. He needs that experience of going against a Boston or a Milwaukee or a team that, you know, I mean, teams are starting to blitz Darius a little bit more in pick and rolls. So when you see that over and over in game one or game two, okay, what, do you, what, do you, what else do you have in your bag? And what are you going to go to next? And what as a coach are you going to give him next? Where are you going to put him in position to have that success? So he's not going anywhere. Like, JV's under contract through 2027. And I know that's not stopped the Cavs in the past from making rash moves like firing Mike Brown a year after bringing him back a second time, giving him a five deal and firing him one year into it. But these are not those Cavs anymore. Dan is not Dan anymore. Like, that's not how things operate. I think he's not going anywhere this year. I'm really curious to see how they perform in the playoffs. If they have a quick exit in the playoffs and they get off to a slow start next year, we could be having a different conversation. But right now, he's not going anywhere, and I don't think he should go anywhere. Like you got to give them a chance. You you've committed to him and they haven't, I don't know that you can say that they've disappointed or underachieved. I think that they overachieved last year. They were playing over their skis a little bit. Rubio goes down. They have a ton of injuries and obviously the whole thing unravels, but I don't know that they could have kept up that pace or they should have kept up that pace. No one expected much out of Cleveland last year. A lot of teams looked at it as an easy win on the schedule. They caught a lot of people by surprise. That obviously was not going to be the case this year with Donovan. With the success that they had last year, then you had Donovan to that. Teams are ready for him. And, you know, I've, I've talked multiple times about you can steal four or five wins in the NBA just by playing hard, just by playing harder than the other team because teams don't play hard in the NBA. Well, you know, they're starting to play a little bit harder against the Cavs, and you can see it. You can see when the effort's coming. So I don't know that they've underachieved so much as they overachieved a little bit last year. That was the bar that was set. Uh, I still think they're, they could be the third best team in the East. You know, Boston, Milwaukee are class above them. Beyond that, they could beat any of these teams in the East. 
I think. Now we'll see in the playoffs. They could be one and out, or they could get get hot and go on a little bit of a run here. Jason, real quick, look into the Browns here. Uh, is wide receiver, has that really become more important this offseason to address than defensive line? That's really hard. I think defensive tackle is the most important position to fix on this team. If you fix defensive tackle, you're going to fix a lot of the problems that they had on that defense last year. Having said that, they really need another receiver. Um, another receiver who, you know, I've talked to people at the Browns who feel like Deshaun's at his best when he is, when a play breaks down and he can just go, go make a play. But they don't really have the receivers to match that. Like DPJ is a rigid route runner. When it's time to freelance, he doesn't really know where to go and how to do it. Amari Cooper's just a little bit older. The uh, Joker's not really that guy as a tight end. So they need a receiver who can match what Deshaun can give you in a creativity. Okay, you got to him. He's flushed from the pocket. Now what do you do as a receiver? How do you go help your quarterback? Like, they need that guy. And, and I absolutely think the Browns really want to upgrade the receivers, but I really think you've got to fix that defensive line, particularly defensive tackle issue, and a lot of these other issues will go away. They were historically awful against the run. Like, their defensive run EPA numbers, advanced stat metric, were, was the worst since our data went back to 2000. That was about halfway through the season. It got a little bit better in the second half of the season. But at the halfway point, it was the worst run defense in the last 23 years and probably longer. That's just as far back as our data went. They've got to get that fixed. Jason, we got 30 seconds, buddy. Amari Cooper, more likely to be traded or given a contract extension? Probably a restructure. I mean, he restructured last year. I don't know if he's willing to restructure again. I don't think he's going to be traded. Like, we just talked. They have to add to, not take from. And, you know, is he an elite number one option? No, but – I think he's pretty pretty damn good last year, and I would hate to have to move on from him, and now you've got two big holes to fill at that spot. You know, you already know you have one going into this and then trying to fill that one as well. I think he's here, uh, and they add to it. Follow Jason on the Twitters at ByJasonLloyd. Jason, great stuff, buddy. Appreciate you. See you, guys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.